0: going to praise our God this evening. (laughs) Out of practice, it's okay. We can worship God anyways. Um, Will you join us as we sing, as we lift up our praise Him tonight. We're going to sing Raise a Hallelujah. And so why don't we do that? Why don't we lift our voices? Why don't we lift our hands as we praise Him? Come on.
1: And I'll raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah
0: tonight God that we can come here together and worship you and pray Father God and I just thank you for everything that you're doing everything you've done and everything you continue to do in our lives Father and I just thank you that you deserve all our worship and all our praise tonight yes Lord. oh Lord
1: come on church let sing it no, Lord, my God, when I in awe so wonder, consider all the works the hands have made. And I see the stars, and I hear the rolling thunder, Thy power through. Yeah. you and if it puts me through the fire i'll rejoice cause you're there too and i won't be for my feelings i'll hold fast to what is true and if that cross brings transformation you can't have me there with you cause death is just a doorway into resurrection life and if i join you in then I'll join you. Away.
2: because of the magnification of what you have done Jesus on the cross that we are able to step into real free life together because of who you are Jesus and what you did on that cross we praise you we worship you we come before you just open hearted tonight Jesus accepting the love and the grace that you poured out when you gave your life we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, tonight we are going to partake of communion together. And if you happen to uh, forget to grab one on your way in, why don't you just put your hand up now and our Amazing Hope team will be able to get one to you. But communion for us is a time to gather and remember the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Through His death on the cross and His resurrection, you and I have have been given a gift, a gift to commune with Him, to know Him, to have a friendship, a relationship, a partnership with Him. In Kids Church, we we said it like this. We would say it like this. We would say... You know, Jesus loved you so much that he couldn't bear to live without you. He couldn't bear to um, be friend, uh, not have a friendship with you. So he did all he could so he wouldn't be separated from you. He gave his life so that he could be best friends with you, so that he could know you and so that you could know him. In Romans 3, verses 24, it says this, And we are all justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came with Jesus Christ and the message puts it like this out of sheer generosity he put us in right standing with himself a pure gift he got us out of the mess we were in and restored us to where he had always wanted us to be and he did it by the means of Jesus Christ the word rege- redemption that we see so often, that we see in this verse, it simply means to be brought back and set free, to be taken out of slavery and given free choice. How it's said in the Message version is, it says this: that He got us out of the mess we were in, and He restored us. I don't know about you, but before I knew Jesus, I was in a pretty big mess. I had a lot of family stuff going on, a lot of friendship stuff as a 16-year-old trying to work out who I was in the world. And it was only through discovering Jesus that I found real life. You know, I was living before Jesus, but I wasn't truly alive. And it's only with, by the um, blood and the grace of God that through the death and resurrection of Jesus that we have that full life in relationship with Him. You know, in your hands today, you have these symbols that cause us to remember that everything you've ever needed and will need has already been done, completed through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And it's an invitation for you and I to discover and find and live this real life together. Because we've been brought back and set free. We have a God who created a way out of the mess so that we we could be restored. We take these symbols to remember what Jesus has done and continues to do in each of our lives. So why don't you join me? Why don't you grab your symbols now? The bread and the cup. And why don't we all rip it open together? As we read from 1 Corinthians... 11 23 to 25, and it says, This the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Why don't we take the bread together? In the same way. After supper, he took the cup, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Why don't we take the cup together? Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. God... We thank you so much for the redemptive work of Jesus. We thank you that you brought us back so that we could have free life in relationship with you, that you loved us so much that you couldn't bear to be separated from us, God, but that you gave up your son, you gave up your life so that we could have real life with you. We thank you so much for everything that you've done, that you've continued to do in our lives and the mess that maybe once was or may continue to be in our lives, God, you restore us right now in Jesus' name to be in right place with you, to be best friends, to be in relationship with you, Jesus. And we thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: The altar of my life, Christ be magnified.
3: Amen. Well, good evening, church. How are we doing? You ready to be praying and um, praising tonight together? I think we've already had an amazing time of worship together and uh, I want to read you a psalm before we go on in. Tonight is our encounter night. It's a night where we set aside time to pray uh, and to praise together and devote our time that we have together to those two things. And so if you're new tonight, um, special welcome to you and we're so glad you're here. It's a bit of a different night, but we know that you are going to encounter God as we spend time in prayer and worship together. Um, so I want to read from, uh, from Psalm 33, because it's about why we get together to praise God. It says, It's time to sing and shout for joy. Go ahead, all you redeemed ones, do it. Praise him with all you have, for praise looks lovely on the lips of God's devoted lovers. Play the guitar as you lift your praises loaded with thanksgiving. That's for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> And anyone else who has a guitar, that's fine too. <laughs> sing and make joyful music with all you've got inside. Compose new melodies that release new praises to the Lord. Play his praises on instruments with the anointing and the skill that he gives you. Sing and shout with passion. Make a spectacular sound of joy, which is what we're going to do tonight. For God's word is something to sing about. He is true to his promises. His word can be trusted. Let's remember that as we pray tonight. His word can be trusted and everything he does is reliable and it's right. The Lord loves seeing justice on the earth and anywhere and everywhere you can find his faithful and unfailing love. All he had to do was speak By his spirit, and God created the heavenlies. He filled the galaxies and the stars, the vast cosmos he wonderfully made. His voice scooped out the seas, the ocean depths he poured into vast reservoirs with breathtaking wonder. Let everyone worship the Lord. He is the awe inspiring creator. He breathed words, and worlds were birthed. Let there be and there it was, and that's the God that we are going to be um, singing to, giving worship to tonight. And that's the God that we're going to pray to—someone whose word is faithful and He can be trusted. So I hope tonight you are ready. I hope tonight you are have come expecting to hear from Him and and ready to bring your praise, ready to bring your worship, because we are going to have an amazing night tonight. Is, is that all right? Awesome. Well, we've got a couple of things to do before we get there. My name's Mez. If you and I haven't met before, welcome. I'm glad that you are here with us. Um, why don't you take your seats? Because we want to show you what's coming up in the life of the church uh, with our this week's DLC highlight.
4: Hi, church. We are so excited for Let's Help Day this year. We've just spent several hours with DASA, the community organisation that we're partnering with this year. And we have walked through the various facilities that we'll be doing some projects at. We are so thrilled to be partnering with DASA this year as our chosen community organisation. They do a marvellous, remarkable work in the community that we didn't really know much about. And so we want to bring that to you, bring that to your attention and really work together, partner with them to make a difference.
5: First of all, before I talk about DASA, I really want to thank the Desert Life Church for this wonderful opportunity. Um, to give this to DASA. Honestly, it's it's really humbling. It's something that I've never seen done before. I've worked at DASA for at least nine and a half years and um, it's a really it's really an honour for it to be chosen. So we want to thank you for this, first of all, um, and we're really proud that you've chosen us. So uh, DASA is a drug and alcohol service in Alice Springs that's been operating in Alice Springs for around 30 years. So our, our mission is to help people who are affected by alcohol and drugs, the harmful effects of that and um, help them through their journey. So across DASA we have four facilities around Alice Springs which is spread out. Um, We're really excited to have the Desert Life Church come in and to be involved with that and to help us fix up a lot of those facilities. We don't always get a lot of funding and um, it's really important for us to, and we're excited to have you guys come in. Um, To support us in getting those facilities up to scratch again as well And we also would hopefully have the residents be involved in that and I'm sure they'll be really excited to be part of that process
6: So church we have several different areas that are needing some work on the day across four different DASA sites This includes gardening sorting sheds, a chicken coop that needs to be recouped, recouped, yep (laughs) Um, And general tidy up and painting and of course the hospitality team register so that you can join us on the day and be a part of this and so we can show dasa the dlc community spirit and get behind them to bring their facilities up to scratch as they want them come and join us on the day and enjoy the food provided (laughs) there's so
4: many ways for you to be involved and we, there is something for everyone to be involved in. So don't delay, get registered, register your whole family, and we look forward to seeing you on the day.
0: What a great opportunity that we have coming up to make a difference in our community. To join us on the day, head to our website at desertlifechurch.org to register. Or for more information, head to the Hub after the service. And while you're there, don't forget to grab one of our brand new What's On Cards so you can know everything that's coming up in the life of the church, such as these. For more information, head to the hub after the service, or head to our Facebook, Instagram, or website. Have a great week, and don't forget to save your seat for next Sunday.
7: Good evening, church. Um, my name's Cindy, and um, let's continue in this time of worship and uh, tithes and offerings. So, uh, this is a family moment. So, for those who are visiting. Uh, just sit back and relax now Proverbs 3 9 says to honor him with our possessions and with the first fruits of all our increase in the passion translation it says glorify God with all your wealth honoring him with your first fruits with every increase that comes to you we as a church um, are a church that loves to give and because of that the blessing overflows we are able to give to initiatives both locally and abroad. Matthew 25:40 says that inasmuch as you did to one of the least of these, you did unto me. I love hearing the stories that come from those who are continuously being blessed by the giving that this church does. Um, as you heard in the highlights, uh, DRC approached DASA uh, to be the recipient of Let's Help Day this year. They were so overwhelmed by the opportunity because due to their funding restrictions and the available manpower, they were just never going to be able to get the work that they wanted to get done and they were completely blown away by the opportunity for us to um, help them and Let's Help Day and for them to be the recipients. So um, what you give makes a difference and it glorifies God. So. Um, for our giving up on the screen, it'll give us the ways that we can give. And if you have cash, then um, you can put that in the bucket with um, if the help team. The hope team will be have a bucket on your way out this evening and, um, at the end of the service. So why don't you stand and pray with me? Lord Father, we honour you and glorify you in all that you do with our tithes our offerings, our time, and our lives, that you are the centre of it all, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your overflowing blessings and to all that give to advance your kingdom. In your name we pray. Amen. Church, we're going to continue to
0: worship tonight. uh, Before we start the encounter and prayer part of the service, we're going to continue to worship. So you join me as we sing, as we lift our hands, lift our voices um, to our incredible God who deserves all of our praise, as we've already heard so many times tonight. Um, and we're going to sing. So come on, you join me.
1: You. Yes.
8: Name it is what a powerful name it is a name of Jesus, King above kings, Lord of Lords. I like some of those words in that song, you have no rival, you have no equal. there's nothing on this earth that equals God. there's no rival, there's nothing that come against him. He is the ultimate king of kings, the Lord of Lords and tonight we're here to encounter that king, encounter that king, encounter that Lord of Lords and just to bask in his presence and to bathe in his presence and to pray and just to seek out god and to seek out his heart amen just want to read a couple of scriptures one out of the message and one out of the niv they're both the same scripture but the second one i'll do will be out of the message it's a fairly well-known passage and it just basically sums up our encounter nights and our encounters with god and it's from 2 chronicles 7 14 to 16 it's one of my favorites and you probably hear me use it quite often It says this: If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. What an amazing promise! Now, and it goes on. It goes. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. And that's the NIV version, but the message version is, I think it's more amazing. And it goes like this. If my people, my God-defined people, respond by humbling themselves, praying, seeking my presence, and turning their backs on their wicked lives, I'll be there ready for you. What a promise. You know, I'll be there ready for you. I'll listen from heaven and forgive their sins. You know, God just doesn't sit in heaven and just, you know, play his computer games or whatever. He listens. <laughs> I think he's got better things to do than that. I'll listen from heaven and I'll forgive their sins and restore their land to health. From now on, I'm alert day and night for the prayers offered to this place. This is another amazing promise, you know, from now on. He's always been there and he always will be. But let's just take it in the present where we are now. From now on, God is going to listen to the prayers. He's going to listen to the praises that we lift up and resonate to him. I've chosen and sanctified sanctified this place, this temple that you have built. My name is stamped on it forever and my eyes are on it and my heart in it always. What an amazing scripture, eh? Amazing words. So tonight, Encounters. What does encounter mean to you? Okay, so people and all of us have encounters. If I remember a couple of weeks ago, we had that NRL game. And people got so passionate about that and so carried away and they were just, you know, voicing what they wanted, going for their team, playing for their team, whichever team, same with the AFL, the whole lot. But they go to the games and they're expecting their heroes to win. They're expecting, they're prepared before they go. They go to great lengths. Even in the middle of a pandemic, they will still go to great lengths to get there to their sports game so they can there, get there in a way, worship their favorite players. But here's the question, but do we expect our hero to win? Of course we do. Do we come prepared expecting to have godly encounters? You know, I'm not talking about godly encounters from the head, I'm talking them from the heart. And if we come with prepared hearts, then God will move through our hearts because it's what's in our hearts. So often we go, oh, it's not about feelings, it's about from the heart and it's about God moving through our heart and to have the encounters. And um, same with healings as well. Do we come expecting healings? You know, or do we go looking for, in other areas for healings? I don't know. Um, I know with the Indigenous ministry where we go, we don't call in as some people do, calling the big guns for prayer and stuff. I get phone calls middle of the night, you know, people asking for prayer, saying there's you know, shadows around, there's demons, there's stuff flying around the house. But God's not asking for a superhero, he's just asking for an ordinary prayer, you know. God, in the name of Jesus, I cast out that demon. In the name of Jesus, heal this land. And we hear testimony after testimony of people saying that they've slept peacefully for the whole night. We have young children, sick, and they just you just go and pray a simple prayer. You know, I just pray. I'm a simple person with simple prayers and I just use, you know, I don't use big words, I just use simple words. And um, that's what God's expecting. That's what he wants us to do. And he wants us to encounter um, him through that. See, God wants us to seek him first through prayer and we must come expecting and expecting. And, you know, to have Holy Spirit encounters and encounter nights we should come in prepared, really prepared to stand up and yell out and shout out and cry out to God. And it's not all about shouting, but I like doing that sometimes. And it's the same in prayer, you know, you don't have to shout. You, don't, you can pray quietly and peacefully or you can, you know, pray out loud. So why don't we just pray? And we're just going to pray for encounters throughout tonight and we're just going to pray for healings as well. So Father God, we just commit this night over to you, Lord. Father God, we just pray, Lord, that many, many people here, Father, will have encounters through you, Father. Lord, that you will speak to each one of us. Father God, I just pray that we'll put aside the expectations that we came here tonight, and Lord, we just come here with godly expectations, Father. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you'll bring healings tonight, Father, both healings in our lives, Father, but healings in the lives of those that we're praying for. Lord, just thank you for the many people that are committed to come here tonight and to pray, Father. And so, Lord, I just hand this night over to you father and just say have your way holy spirit reign supreme through this house in your precious name i pray amen
9: hey church um, we're going to keep praying we're going to be praying for salvations um everyone knows someone that doesn't know and love god So we all know how powerful and important these prayers are. Um, We need salvations across generations in both Alice Springs and in our broader communities and in our worlds. And we know a God that can change people. And we need a changed community and a changed world. So we're going to pray in a second, but I just wanted to encourage everyone to pray with me tonight, but also keep praying this prayer um, throughout your week throughout all the weeks um yeah until the end of your days and the word says in ezekiel and i will give them one heart and a new spirit i will put within them i will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh so let's pray god we pray that you would work in the hearts of those who don't know you yet and we pray that you would change their hearts lord we pray that people would come to you If unbelievers are to come to salvation, there's only one way. They must come through you, Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And we believe it, Lord, so we pray for people to be running to you. Lord, open their eyes and their hearts and their minds to you. Let them see that you are the way. And God, we pray for those of us who do know you and love you. Lord, we know how good you are and how good life is with you, and we want that for everyone. Lord, I pray that we would be lights to the people needing your salvation. I pray that they would look to us and think, I want that. I want that joy. I want that hope. Lord, I pray that we would be bold in our faith and be glorifying your kingdom forever. So, Lord, we pray for salvations tonight, but I pray we'd be continuing to pray expectantly for salvations in our worlds. Amen.
1: Your children, and their children, and their children, may favor be upon you, and a thousand generations, and your family, and your children, and their children. May favor be upon you, and a thousand generations, and your family, and your children. Children and the children may his favor be upon you, and a thousand generations, and your family, and your children, and their children, and their children may his presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, all around you, and within.
10: play for families right now. And um, one of the amazing things about DLC is we're a multi-generational church. We have, we have little kids, we have people who were once little kids, and we have everybody in between. Um, we're so blessed with the families that we have in this church. And we have, we have a ton of kids and we have great ministries. And in Psalm 127, uh, verse 3, it says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, and offspring, a reward from him. And it's not just children but um, who make a family, but we make a family. And Alice is such a transitory place. Um, you know, people come and people go. We got here 18 months ago, and we haven't seen our family in two and a half years. They're 6,000 miles away. Um, but this church has become our family, and our kids are running around like they have cousins here, and all of them are somewhere else. And so it's, it's just a blast. Um, and... In Galatians 6, two, it tells us um, to bear one another's burdens, thus fulfilling the law of Christ. And that's what a family does, is a family is a place that you can rely on, people that you can come to. You know that they're going to be there. And we just, we just want to lift up the families in our community and all across Alice. Um, we just want to pray for, for healing, for wholeness, um, for, for the generations. So um, why don't you pray with me? Father God, I just lift up the families and the children in this congregation. Please just help us as we come along, parents, grandparents, caretakers, everybody who makes up our family. Help us to love each other as you have loved us and to demonstrate what it's like to live in a Christian community. Please just help us to minister both up in generations and down in generations. We just uh, pray that the fruits of our family would be evident and that as you pour into our families and our communities that we would just overwhelm the city with love. And that people would look and just say, why are those people who aren't related so weird? Why are they acting like one giant family? And that we can just answer that because we are the family of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And and we're here to change the city. So thank you, Father, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.
6: So we're just going to come around our youth now. Um, Last Friday night, just gone, we announced to our youth that we were changing the name of the youth ministry to Unearth Youth. Um, Unearth meaning to discover real life through coming alive to Christ. In 1 Timothy 4.12, it says, "'Don't let anyone look down on you because you were young, "'but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, "'in love, in faith, and in purity.'" My prayer is that God will unearth a fresh sense of life, conduct, love and faith in our youth. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the incredible youth ministry we have here at DLC. Lord, I pray that in this new season that you would begin to unearth a fresh passion in the youth. I pray that you begin to stir up in them and that your fire will burn bright inside of them. I pray that you would give them strength and courage to stand up in the face of adversity in their schools and work environments. Lord, I pray that people would look at them and their work and ask what is different about them. I pray that you would give them a passion and a drive to see lives changed in their schools. I pray that you give them courage to step out and talk about you, Lord. Lord, I pray for the youth ministry as it comes into this new season as well. Lord, I pray for all the new initiatives starting this term in this space. I pray that the youth take to these initiatives and make them their own. And I pray for your blessing over these initiatives as well. And Lord, I also pray over the youth of Alice Springs. I pray for a peace to fall upon them and for your word to reach them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
11: Hey, church. I was given the topic of local missions to pray for. Um, So the local mission stems from what we do on Let's Help Day. Uh, We have the prison ministry and desert life services. So I'm going to pray for that now. Dear Lord, thank you for this day that we have to gather here, Lord. Thank you that we have this community of people in Alice who love you, Lord, and want to serve you. And we want to connect with the other people within this community, and we want to show them your light, Father. I just pray, Lord, for all the initiatives that Desert Life Church and other churches in Alice are involved in. I just pray, Lord, that we can be a good influence in the community. We can show the community that they are loved. They're loved by you, Jesus, and they're loved by us. And I just I just pray, Lord, that for everyone involved in this, that you continue to bless them, Lord, and you continue to bless these services so we can reach people as far as possible and we can make a huge impact. In Jesus' name, amen.
12: As Cal prayed for local missions, I'm going to pray for our global mission partners. We have a number of amazing people around the world that we partner with, and I'd just like to share a little bit about a few of them. So we have Uganda, and in Uganda we have Operation Uganda, and these guys do an incredible job with a number of initiatives. Um, they partner with over 25 schools to help teachers, provide resources, to provide buildings, They work um, on upskilling people and training programs. They also have a daycare centre so that women um, are able to have a safe place for their kids to go so that they can work and earn an income for their family. And just really equipping and enabling people to just be able to resource their families and they have just a huge goal of just transforming their community which is just a really amazing thing that we partner with in Uganda. We also have Lesotho which is a little landlocked country in South Africa and they have a huge or had I should say, had a huge issue with children on the streets. And we have partnered with this amazing organisation called Sapeo, and they have done an incredible job of going into this community and rebuilding families, rebuilding relationships, restoring these kids off the street and back into their homes, providing a school for them. And recently, church, as COVID... Um, has affected so many people we've been able to partner with them as they've kind of adapted to the new situation they found themselves in with these families needing food because of the landlockedness like resources were so difficult for them and we've been able to partner with them as a church as they adapted to their new situation so I just want to say thank you for that church because of your generosity we were able to partner with them in that situation We also have in Cambodia, this one, I love this one. In Cambodia, one in five women will experience an unwanted or unplanned pregnancy, with often abortion being their most the option that they're mostly given. And we partner with this amazing organisation called Mother's Heart and they have two programs. One is a counselling service and another is a program where they support these women to be able to go through pregnancy and to care for these children and give them another option, an option to have these children and know that they are supported and loved and cared for and that they are not alone. In India, um, obviously India's going through a terrible time at the moment so we will we'll pray for them especially but they we partner with this amazing organization called Tetris Asia and they have a bus ministry which works in the slums I can't remember the city but they work in the slums and it's um, an incredible organisation that works um, with not only education but also providing medical assistance and recently we were able to give them $20,000 to continue that work that they're doing and just before COVID last year we were able to send a team over there to just be a practical help on the ground which was an amazing opportunity for this church to actually go over and see what we do. And one of our main final ones is in Vietnam, which is Triple Eight Motorbikes. And they have an amazing opportunity to help drug and alcohol affected people that are coming out of rehab to gain a skill and be able to be put back into the community, doing something that's so vital for them. Obviously, most of their transport in Vietnam is on motorbikes and scooters. So being able to resource people to be able to work in that space is just an incredible thing. And they're just a few of our major partners that we partner with. We also have a few others out there. And I really encourage you to have a look and see what else we do or grab our mission book um, as well. So in Matthew twenty-eight sixteen to 20, it says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to you. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Go out to all the nations, church. This is why we do this. Jesus commanded us to go to all the nations because he sees them all. He sees each and every single one of those people and the situations that they're in. So we're just going to pray for these partners that do an amazing job in not only providing practical resource to these people, but also sharing the love of God with them and providing hope in some devastating situations. So why don't we pray for these people, God? Father God, I just thank you that you see every single person on this earth, Father God. You know them by name and you know the situations that they're in, Father God. I pray that you be their comforter and their strength and their healer, Father God. We know in this challenging time, Father God, we just pray for our mission partners as they navigate this new season that they're in, Father God. Obviously, COVID is providing many challenges around the world, Father God, and these people have had to adapt and change their programs, Father God. So we just pray that you give them wisdom and strength in these moments, Father God, that their initiatives be drawn out of you, Father God, and the plans that you have for these people, Lord. I just thank you, Father God, for the leaders over these areas and the nations, Father God, that they also have wisdom, Father God, that opportunities will be given to our partners, Father God, and just wisdom and how best to move forward in these challenging situations, God. We know that you love all of these people, Father God, and we just thank you that you enable us to partner with them, Father God, and to be on this journey with them, Father God, because we care for them. And as a church, we see no difference between local and global mission because we are one because you made us all. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: I can't feel it you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never come on sing it out. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can feel it you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop. Working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, oh, way waymaker, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are, oh Waymaker. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness.
2: Two he is. Amen. He's a way maker. Church, we are going to pray together about world events, things that are happening in our world. And who knows, the list is endless. Who knows, it's overwhelming sometimes, and we could be praying here all night. But I was thinking as I was preparing for this, what is a product often of some of these horrific world events? And I kept thinking about fear and often the response of fear is this urge to get out of a situation as quickly and as, as, as quickly as we can but for many people that's not an option and that's heartbreaking and that's where it hurts because sometimes people are stuck in situations where they don't have an out You know, Jesus said that we will face trouble. But Jesus was also that guy who was asleep in a boat during a storm. Where all this storm's going on, this craziness, yet he found rest and peace and security amongst the chaos. In John 16, verse 33, it says this, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. You know, this, over Australia right now with coronavirus, you know, we all have friends and family in different states who are going through lockdown after lockdown, who are struggling with their their business. Maybe there's a family that has illness and they can't have anyone in the hospital with them. It affects us—the mental health of being home alone in isolation. So we're going to be praying for our brothers and sisters, our nation, and the effect that that's happening—that's having on everyone. You know the unrest in South Africa at the moment. Um, you know we—we we may have friends who are from South Africa here in Australia, and you just have a conversation. It affects us. They have friends and family. We may know people over there um, who are quite stirred with this fear and this sense of un- um, security. And the other thing I felt stirred to pray for tonight is the current refugee crisis in our world. You know, at the end of 2020, there was 82.4 million forcibly displaced people in our world. That number has doubled. So since 2010, the number of refugees in our world has doubled. This is the biggest the crisis of refugees has ever been. And looking at the country of Syria right now, as of mid-2020, 6.6 million Syrians sought refuge We're going to be praying for them. We're going to be praying that amongst this storm, amongst this um, inability to get out of certain situations, that they will find a peace that can only be found in Jesus Christ, that they will have people who come alongside them, who show them the life that is only found with Jesus, that amongst the turmoil, amongst the craziness we all face, that the light of Jesus Christ will shine and that we'll know him, and that we'll find him and seek him, and that our world will discover that. Why don't we pray, church? Jesus, we pray right now for our country, for our nation. We pray over this virus that is not just affecting our bodies, but affecting our emotions, our, our minds, God, um, our relationships, our businesses, our economy, God. I just pray right now that you will do a work, That you will calm the storm where it needs to be calmed in Jesus' name. That we will find peace and comfort um, through the presence of your Holy Spirit, God, amongst this nation. That all the unrest in lockdown in the different states, God, that um, we will come together. That there won't be separation, God, but this country will come together in unity. And that we will support one another in all its forms. And I just pray right now, Jesus, I just pray over South Africa. I pray over this unrest and the fear of it that um, has swept in God. And we just pray for all our brothers and sisters over there, the people we know, the family members. And we just pray your protection. We just pray that um, people will lean into the peace that only you provide. And we pray right now, Jesus, over this refugee crisis these people who are forced to leave their homes, their schools, their jobs to foreign countries and the fear that sweeps in, God. And I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit will just, um, yeah, surround them right now in Jesus' name. That your tangible presence will just be so evident that you will appear to them, Jesus. That they will find you amongst the storms and the chaos. And even after years and years of living in a refugee camp, God, that they will find joy and find life through you, Jesus. A life that isn't based on their circumstances, but in based on what you have done, Jesus, on the cross. And we just pray over any missionaries, um, any humanitarian workers who are there, who are able to preach your gospel, and we empower them in Jesus' name. We pray that your Holy Spirit will move God and that you will use them. And we just pray that they will know that they're not alone and that they are so loved by their friends and family over here in Australia. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work that you're doing And we just continue to pray over all these world events and the horrific things and the evil that happens in this world, God. May we all continue to take on um, the mandate that you've given us to share your word and your gospel to the ends of this earth. So we praise you, Jesus. And we ask you to do a work that only you can do. Peace, we pray peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, church, we're going to pray for one more thing tonight. And I wanted to um, put out, if there's anyone in here who maybe has a prayer need tonight, maybe there's something in your life that you need prayer for, or maybe you know of somebody else in your life and there's a certain situation that we need prayer for. We're just going to lift you up in prayer right now. And if that's you, maybe you want to respond and put a hand on your heart. I know I have a prayer need tonight, and I'm going to include myself in this prayer because I believe that God is here and He's doing something. So let's pray for each other tonight. Let's be aware of the other people in this room tonight and the needs and the challenges we're all facing. And let's stand with each other in prayer. Jesus, we thank You so much for everyone in this room. We thank You for the, your power and your Holy Spirit and the work that you are doing. We pray over any difficult situations or challenges and we just pray that you, um, Jesus, will have authority over that, that you'll be able to work and your Holy Spirit will be able to move in that. And we pray for change. We pray for transformation. And we pray, God, that um, we would just trust you in that, in that process. And we pray right now for any of our friends or family who are out of this room who we're thinking of right now. And we just pray, whatever the situation is, God, that um, you will have absolute glory over that, God, that you'll be able to step into that and that your Holy Spirit will be able to do a work in Jesus' name. Whatever it may be, we put it before you, God. You know you see us, you hear us. God, search us right now and may we just um, place it all before you. We praise you, Jesus. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being here tonight at Encounter. Night. The worship team are gonna continue to lead us in worship. And I really encourage you, you know, let's dig into this. Let's leave this place tonight, empowered knowing that the prayer doesn't stop here, it continues. Let's go, church.
1: me how great is our God
0: Tonight, church. I don't know about you, but I think it's been an absolutely fantastic night. We've got to be able to worship our incredible God. And as we go tonight, we continue to pray. Continue to pray for these things that we've heard about tonight. Continue to pray for, for the needs that are around this world, around our, our community, around our church. And uh, we're so glad that you joined us tonight. Have a great week. And uh, we hope to see you next Sunday morning in our 8.30 or 10.30 services. But have a great week, church. And uh, we love you.